It's the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the Air. Brought to you by Dr. Randy Walker, Simple Simons, Ayers Cleaners, and Leopard Care Clinic. Your weekly local sports podcast. And now, here's your hosts, Greg Revels and Tony Stowers. And we're back with episode 29 of the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the Air. Wrapping up the regional basketball tournaments, getting baseball, softball started. Won't be long till there'll be track going on. Uh, soccer. Soccer. Uh, we got. We're gonna have. We're just gonna be bombarded with spring yeah. sports. Is what's gonna happen yeah. here uh, shortly. But we're gonna finish up basketball real quickly, and, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about some baseball and softball that's going on this week, and, or went on last week, and, and what's coming up this week. And uh, we'll uh, start out with the Leopards, Tony. And, uh, of course, Leopards out of basketball. They're into baseball. They uh, started baseball Friday night. Uh, you got to call the game. Yeah. You know, uh, when uh, we make out our radio schedule, you know, we try to do an equal amount of baseball, softball. And I think right now it sets at 14 each, something like that. So I'm sitting there. And, and, and then things don't start well with the Leopards. They give up four runs before they get, I think, the second out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I, I get a report from the softball field that the softball team's up 4-1, and the first thing that's going through my mind, I'm sitting at the wrong field, man. I picked, <laughs> I picked the wrong game, but I didn't pick the wrong game. Very exciting win uh, for the Leopards. They chip away, chip away, chip away, and then they come back and beat Genoa 7-6. Uh, to six. And uh, uh, it was a great high school baseball game. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, Genoa is a good baseball team. They won 20 games last year. They lost three. One of those losses was to DeQueen. Mm, yeah. So uh, down there. And uh, so uh, we, we had their number just a little bit right now. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it was a good ball game. Uh, uh, big games for uh, uh, Sam Graham was our LARPER player of the game. Uh, he uh, came in, got the save, shut them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, got three hits on the night. Got an RBI. Scored a run. Uh, so it was a it was a nice game. Logan Patrician came in when uh, it looked like the game might get out of hand the other way and just shut the Dragons down. Pitched four innings, only give up one earned run. Struck out seven in those four innings. So it was. A, I thought it was a great start by the Leopards. Uh, yeah, it sounded like it. I didn't get to. I, you know, I didn't see the game, but it sounded. Yeah, your call of it was most excellent. By the mm-hmm. way, thank mm-hmm. you very yeah, much. Yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, just uh, missed a little color there, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll, comedic relief. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, but but I, you know, I thought. I mean. I thought Logan Patrician did an excellent job of, of well, and closing them down when the it could have kept game. on going. Yeah, could have yeah. went either way on the player of the game. Uh, you know, Sam's three hits kind of tilted the, yeah. the scales in his favor. Yeah, but uh, um, for our Leopard Player of the Week, we're going with Logan Patrician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So I was able. We were able to get both those guys uh, rewarded. Lance Wise had a good game as well defensively. Uh, got a couple. Uh, got a key hit. Uh, um, uh, walked at a key time. I thought he played really well too. He played uh, played right field for the Leopards uh, Friday, and I, I thought he did a good job as well as all of them did. But uh, you know, you can only pick so many. Well, yeah. Genoa, Genoa's got a good ba- baseball tradition, yes. and, and I think that uh, winning against them is a good start to the season. Yeah. Lady Leopards, uh, you know, they blow out Prescott thirteen to two, and and this was a a benefit game for them, so it's not a standard. It doesn't count on the, in the scorebook. <laughs> well, it's apparently. been my experience with coaches. If you win, they count it. That's you what don't I think. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I don't know what Chad's going to do with it, but but uh, and I that's definitely but the Lady what Leopards I rolled. Doing. I mean, every report we were getting was just it was the bleed was bigger, bigger, mm-hmm. bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they've got a big week, Greg. The Lady Leopards uh, host Foreman on uh, Tuesday, and uh, we will have that game on ninety two point one. Yeah, uh, on Tuesday, and then the, this should air after it. I believe is what we're <laughs> what we're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then uh, so you'll know the score before we do. <laughs> <laughs> and then Thursday they host Hot Springs. So uh, big week for the Lady Leopards. Big week for the Leopards too. And we'll we'll have Jeff on a little bit. They host. Uh, uh, Derek's Outlaws on uh, Tuesday, Hot Springs Thursday, and go to Broken Bow Friday. Mm. So uh, big week for both of our Leopard squads. 
Yeah, and and we've got three games this week on the radio too. That's right. Uh, you got uh, actually one Tuesday, one Thursday, and one Friday. Uh, That's correct. Uh, we'll be with the softball team Tuesday, uh, and then we'll be with the baseball team. Thursday and Friday. The softball team this weekend is going to Springdale to play in a tournament up there, playing mm-hmm. some six, seven, eight schools up there. So good luck to good luck to them. And Absolutely. Just, and just to kind of put a cap on the Leopards uh, for this week, our Shelter Insurance Wood Agency Leopard Player of the Week, Logan Patrician, pitched four innings, two runs, only one earned run, seven strikeouts. Great, great, great job by him. One walk. Nice. And that, that in, in major leagues, it may not be as big a stat, but in high school baseball, walks are a big stat. Mm. Uh, you can, you know, if you're looking for a common denominator in wins, it's usually a team that walks the least people. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the truth. So. Yeah. Congrats. So you're looking to get as few as possible. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Logan only walked one guy. In one guy. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations to Logan. Sweet. Well, hey, man, uh, I know I'm excited to talk about Ashdown next. They got a lot going on this week. Uh, First, we should talk about Ashdown Veterinary Clinic over at 139 Southern Drive in Ashdown, 870-898-5181. Call that number today and schedule an appointment. They are awesome down there, as well as being represented in DeQueen, DeQueen Animal Hospital at 1690 Highway 70 West. Very convenient location for you, 870-642-8387. Vets. Yes, indeed. So you call that number. You can schedule your appointment uh, to bring in your pup, uh, whatever it may be. It could be just routine. could be just a checkup. Maybe you've noticed something going wrong. Maybe they need heart and, and uh, heartworm medication or flea and tick prevention. Maybe you got a brand new uh, uh, addition to the household and you want to get the take advantage of their spay and neutering program, uh, boarding as well. So they really cover it all here in southwest Arkansas. Um, the great sponsor's been here from the beginning, and we appreciate them so much. DeQueen Animal Hospital, and importantly, Ashdown Veterinary Clinic, which we'll be covering the Panthers now. That's right. And the Panthers last week uh, played no games. No games. Jim, Jim Cross had the week off. Yes. Yeah. Week <laughs> off. I'm sure I'm he enjoyed sure he it. didn't have the week off, but yeah. he, didn't, he didn't call any Panther yeah. athletics. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he was doing some other things. I, I was checking him out on Facebook. He's, He's a busy a, man. Yes, he, he is. is. He, he is. is a busy man. But, they, you know, they, they play uh, – they play – they start baseball and softball this week. So yep. you've got the Panthers playing uh, uh, two games, one versus at Genoa. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to play Hooks, Texas on Friday. It'll be interesting to see how the Panthers do in that game, seeing that we just saw Genoa. Yeah. Yeah. And Panthers uh, got a great baseball tradition, too. They they're, do. They're a really good baseball team. Uh, Lady Panthers, uh, they're in their tournament this week, which normally we've been in that tournament. We're not this year. We're going to, like you said, we're going up to Northwest Arkansas. If you love high school softball and you just, you know, you can maybe get too much of it if you go to that Ashdown <laughs> tournament because it is just game after game after game after game after yeah. game. Uh, and I would suggest you run down there and watch a little girls' high school softball if that's what you like. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, moving on, uh, since no uh, Ashdown uh, pl- uh, games last week, no yeah. player of the game, but we still want to appreciate our sponsor. Yeah, Horatio State Bank. Horatio State Bank for being there from the beginning as well and sponsoring all of the Ashdown Players of the Week, which there's going to be some this week for sure. That's, that's right. Yeah. And so – Moving on now, we're going to talk about Costot River. Mm. Uh, Costot River still playing basketball. Yeah, They were in the regional tournament. Uh, unfortunately, they had a short stay in the regional tournament. Mm. Uh, played two very good teams. We got to see uh, Elkins uh, up in Mansfield in the tournament. The Leopards played them back in December. And, and and about the same result is what the <laughs> the, the uh, Costot River Eagles had. They, uh, you know, they lost to Elkins. Elkins one of the top ranked teams in three A in the state, right? And uh, in boys, they were very similar games too because our our leopards played with them for a while, and then Elkins kind of pulled away. Yeah. Same thing happens in this game. Yeah, mm. exact exactly right. And then uh, Lady Eagles uh, ran into a buzzsaw. Ah, the three yeah. A version, the Bergman buzzsaws. Yeah, yeah. the three A version of. Of the uh, of the Nashville Scrapperettes, I believe. <laughs> yeah, uh, at least for what we do. I mean, you, they uh, they finish up their season with a loss to Bergman, sixty three to seventeen. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, man, they got some players uh, that uh, are they're they're really going to have 
trouble replacing. Yeah. Landry Richardson, uh, Chelsea Carterby, those two guys girls inside are, are have just had outstanding careers mm. and, and uh you know uh really fun to watch them play basketball yeah uh they they did such a good job in between them uh both of them together and, and i think that that's uh something that we're going to miss seeing in the future and i know the costat river fans will miss that uh, you uh our union bank Eagle Player of the Week is going to be Henry Evans. Uh, man, Henry, uh, we've seen him several times this year. Uh, you know, the biggest problem with Henry is he getting foul trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was dominating when he was there's, in there. There's, there's not a more physical player in our of the teams we cover than Henry Evans. No, and he is. Uh, uh, if he can stay out of foul trouble, he's going to be a headache for anybody. Mm. Yep. And so, congratulations so, to them. I mean, twenty and eleven and nineteen eleven; those are great seasons. Yeah. And, and uh, congratulations to both the Eagles and Lady Eagles on on all they accomplished this year. And look forward to seeing what they do in baseball, softball, yeah, and all the other spring sports too. I got a quick question about the basketball, uh, Henry, real physical player, like you said. Is it a strategy to for the, for another team to f- target him and try and get him in foul trouble? Oh, absolutely! If you yeah. have a if you have a habit of getting in foul trouble, teams will mm. will just they'll try to take you one on one and try right. to you know get and you put to you foul. in a posi- put themselves in a position to be fouled. Right? You know, interesting. So you, when teams are trying to get you to foul, and plus you have a, a you're you're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Kids are either aggressive or they're not. I, I've not seen many kids coached from being not aggressive to aggressive. Mm-hmm. They either are or they aren't, and yeah. he just is. Okay. So. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, moving on, uh, and shout-out to Union Bank, and shout-out to Phillip Fields as well yeah. for calling in so often. Not not this week, but uh, – No, and yeah. uh, we he doesn't call their baseball mm-hmm. softball, so we'll we'll catch you back in the in the fall, Phillip. Yep. Yeah, appreciate him and all he's done for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, oh, he's great when he calls the Lions too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Football and basketball. So I uh, appreciate Union Bank for all they've done mm-hmm. in sponsoring the, the Eagles player of the game uh, right. all the time. And this week, Henry Evans – uh, let's move on. You ready? Absolutely. Uh, quickly? Yes. Walker Family Clinic. Let's do it. Our title sponsor. Our title sponsor, indeed. 777, when it comes to the clinic, they have you covered uh, seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, over at the normal clinic here in uh uh, DeQueen and all the things that they offer. Of course, we've had Angie on the past couple episodes to mm-hmm. talk about some of the advancements that are going on there. Just incredible. Plus all the normal uh, things that you've come to expect. I had to utilize them last week and I was very happy. Uh, so you can go in. They do all the normal stuff, wound care, fracture care and casting, IV fluids, antibiotics, which is what I needed, skin lacerations, joint injections, all that good stuff, uh, allergy and immunizations, wellness physicals, the whole nine, plus some more advanced stuff, spirometry, whatever that is, x-ray, uh, COVID testing, rapid COVID testing, of course, DOT physicals, drug screens, all of the good stuff, a multi-specialty clinic over at Dr. Randy Walker's. Uh, and they have 24 seven, uh, after hours on call provider, 870-584-3000 option six, and you will speak to a person, guaranteed. That's right, and they're also performing diabetic eye exams. That's now. right. And, and uh, another thing, uh, they're hiring. They are hiring. They're yes. looking for an X-ray tech. So yeah. if you if you have those skills and want to work in a friendly environment, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not counting Angie, but but <laughs> um, everybody, but her. Um, you know that great great group of people to Absolutely. work with. Just kidding about Angie. Absolutely. And, uh, go go apply. Go apply. And then don't forget about Leopard Care Clinic as well, which is on-camp, un-on-campus, full-service medical clinic over at uh, DeQueen Public Schools Leopard Care Clinic, supporting student success because healthy students are better learners. Mm-hmm. So uh, they bring those medical services when and where they need the most on campus. Simple Simons, man. Yeah. They got a special going on right now for the love of pepperoni, a large pepperoni pizza for $12.99. What a bargain. What a deal. Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got, you guys got good utilization of, uh, of Simple Simons last week, right? Yeah. And, you know, Simple Simons so good about, and, and the walkers are just such excellent uh, corporate citizens and citizens in our community. Yep. You know, the 50-50 they do at Simple Simons. 
Uh, the next one is March 4th. Uh, that's a Monday, and it's for the DeQueen Athletic Boosters. Yeah. Uh, man, that is so worthwhile. You need to get out and get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, uh, Just last Thursday, uh, the Walkers hosted a QPR uh, class at that's our right. church. And, I mean, they're just doing stuff like that all the time. And, and uh, you know, this would be... This would be a much different community without Randy and Angie Walker, and we Absolutely. really appreciate them. Yeah, they're 50-50s over at Simple Simons. Every dollar you spend, half of it is going to the uh, organization of whoever's doing that. And yeah. like you said, the DeQueen Athletic Booster Club, uh, getting the proceeds from that one. And they stay, all this money stays in Sevier County, so we appreciate them for that. Lastly, um, Airs Cleaners. Airs Cleaners. Yeah. Yeah, now open on Saturdays Saturday morning. For your convenience. You got know, any clothes over there? I, Still? You know, right now, I don't. <laughs> really? Okay. Someone took them. Yeah. <laughs> Mary Beth picked them up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. That's right. Uh, uh, I just leave them till they call me. Yeah. You know, now that they bill me mm-hmm. uh, online, yeah, yeah. I just pay it online, and then I just leave them there. It's so perfect. I can store them there just as well as I can store them at my That's house. That's right. When I need them, I'll go by and get them. All your regular dry cleaning people needs taken care don't of. Do yeah, don't do this. <laughs> Plus, please, gra- please don't do that to the people. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Grandma's quilt. Yeah. Take it over there. They're going to take real good care of it. Uh, wedding tuxes and, and you know, wedding dresses. Uh, wedding dresses. For you. Yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll clean them, put them in a box. Yep. Do all that Do all that stuff. All the that stuff. That way you can put them up and never know where they are again. Uh, Great service. Yeah. And, and one other thing they do, alterations. Yeah. You know, if you need some, uh, pants hemmed, mm-hmm. uh, things like that, they do that kind of – they do all those kind of things too. We appreciate – the Walker Enterprises for all they do, uh, not for the community, and we also appreciate them for being the title sponsor of the Southwest Arkansas Sports Page on the air. Since we the really very beginning, appreciate right. we yeah. appreciate it. Moving on. Let's talk about the Gators. The Gators. And That's the, right. And the Gators, again, had no games last week. No They're games. in the transition period from basketball to uh, spring sports. And, uh, again, want to mention Horatio State Bank being the uh, sponsor for them. Uh, even though there were no games, they've got games this week. Uh, Gators play uh, Gurdon twice mm. at Gurdon and then at <laughs> home. does that a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lady Gators play uh, the the Queen Lady Leopards Tuesday, which will be a game that we're going to uh, that, do that'll on be, the radio. That'll be on the radio on 92.1. Yeah. This is all baseball, softball. Yeah. They're they, out of basketball. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And Friday they're uh, at Mineral Springs. So Lady Gators, two away games. Gators, one away and one home against the same team. All right. Uh, so that's, that's pretty much it for the Gators. All right. Uh, Appreciate Horatio State Bank for bringing you all the Gators player of the games, and we'll continue to do so moving yeah, forward. Yep. And uh, uh, another uh, moving on mm-hmm. to the uh, Horatio Lions. Mm-hmm. The Horatio Lions, and uh, actually the Horatio Lions, uh, they – didn't play last week. They were in transition, mm-hmm. but the Lady Lions were in basketball. They were in the regional tournament. That's right. And uh, they they played, and they uh, ended their season with a loss to Parker's Chapel, forty-seven to forty-three. Uh, finished up seventeen and ten. Great year, uh, man. Just some really good players down there that they're going to miss in the future. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so, uh, you know. Our Horatio State Bank Player of the Week this week is going to be Emma Ray. Mm. And just an outstanding basketball career by that girl. Guys, I was there in one. Whoa, who's this? That ball uh, yeah. <laughs> King Tut. Yeah, King Tut. A four-point loss. Emma Ray did foul out in the fourth quarter. That's oh. a completely different ball game, I believe, in, at the end. Oh, she I found see. Found out of the ball game. And yeah. She's had a great career. Great career. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, she has had a great career, and uh, they're going to miss her next year. Mm-hmm. I, pr- mm-hmm. I promise you. Uh, her her attitude, her, her willingness to put in the work, and just her uh, all-over ability to play basketball. Yeah. Just a really good player. We appreciate uh, Horatio State Bank for sponsoring the Line Player of the Week, and, and congratulations to Emma Ray once again for, for winning that. What then about you, the Lions this week? What well, when you look at on? yeah, when you look at this week, Lions baseball uh, again, we've got some real good baseball tradition mm-hmm. in Southwest Arkansas. Uh, Lions with uh, you know a couple of state championships and, and uh, uh, really good tradition there. Also, they got they're at Redwater, Texas Tuesday. Excuse me, Redwater's there. 
Yes, that's they're, correct. Mm. They're at home, and then they're at. I can't say. Dayborn Woods. This is what I. Dayborn Woods. Dayborn Woods. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> they're where, in Louisiana. We yeah. have no clue where that I, I is. I had to Google yeah. that. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, so we don't know how so to. Down in the we swamps. don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it may be like foosball. Yeah, yeah. Good Something. luck to the Lions as they head to Cajun country. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. <laughs> you go down there, you may not come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but nah, uh, they got a couple. They got two games, and then the Lady Lion softball team. Their first action is going to be in that uh, Ashdown tourney that we talked about. It's going to be this coming weekend. That's so, correct. Looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. Yeah, we're we're moving right through these this week. You know, yeah. a lot of transition here, and so uh, you know. Uh, We'll probably have more scores and more mm-hmm. games to talk about in the coming weeks. A lot of teams didn't play, so uh, uh, the next team we got to talk about is the uh, Dirk's Outlaws. Outlaws. We got King Tut in studio. Yeah, Jeff, good to have you. We appreciate you coming in uh, as always. Uh, he's like the he's like the 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 fourth host. Yeah, he's like the fourth. He's, he's the Jay Leno or Joan Rivers. To watch Johnny Carson. Well, you know, we would probably use him a lot more if we had four mics. Yes. You know, that, that's the problem. I mean, he's got a lot of good input on a lot of these things, yeah. these teams. Maybe we can make that happen. Sometime. Yeah, well, I've been working on it for two years. I was, <laughs> I, if I don't die one of these days, we're going to get four mics. I was just thinking the fourth host is that, – isn't that the one you can usually do without? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can't do without you, man. We and we appreciate you coming in and, and, and every week, and and, we, and really your comments about everything. I mean, you you keep up with high school sports in Southwest Arkansas probably as well as or better than any of us. I agree. And and, uh, and just I just enjoy watching them. Well, we appreciate you, and uh, so. Tough week for the Outlaws. Yeah, Outlaws finish up basketball with a, a ten point loss to Junction City. Uh, not an unexpected loss, Jeff. I think um, you know due to a loss in district. You know the Outlaws ended up being the three seed. They were co champions of the conference regular season play. So they were the three seed. Junction City was the two. But I think you know everybody really expected Outlaws to come away with a win and. They fell behind. They just couldn't ever really make up ground. And like you say, it was a 10-point loss. Um, good good effort by the, the Outlaws. They just failed to advance to the state tournament. First time in a few years that's happened for them. Um, question. Junction City play a different style of ball than what they've been used to seeing? Not really. I mean, you know, they're they're up tempo, but we we see that you know in our conference yeah. from a few teams and um, pressure got the best of us. I think. Well, I'm I'm not going to name any names, but hate to throw anybody under the bus. But we had people that usually handle the ball with turnovers that you just don't expect them to have, you know, and points off of turnovers and a ten point loss. Yeah, I mean that's. That's where a lot of it comes from. Andrew Mack had another good game for the Outlaws. Jordan Hill had a really good game. And, you know, I'd like to mention some of those seniors, Isaac Hams, Andrew Mack, Drew Tedford, uh, Jalen Stewart, Trenton Holcomb. Uh, those are the five seniors on the team that the Outlaws will lose. And, and those guys will be missed. Leadership, scoring, I mean, they'll, they'll miss those guys. Oh, definitely. And they'll definitely miss Andrew Mack. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If he didn't average a double-double, he probably got pretty close to that yeah, for the fig- entire season. I figure he did. I mean, a few of those 20-rebound games helps that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. But, but uh, you know, um, so I know I'm asking a silly question, but who's going to be your toe-thumper player of the week for the Outlaws? Well... <laughs> I'm going to go with Andrew Mack. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. 20 plus points, and I believe he had 15 rebounds or somewhere right around there the other night. Okay. Like I say, Jordan Hill's second leading scorer. He was a spark plug for him. And, but Andrew Mack's going to finish out the season as a toad thumper player of the game, player of the week. All right. Well, that's great. And so, so now we're going to move on quickly to uh, baseball and softball for the Outlaws and Lady Outlaws. Uh, 
you got the schedule for this week? Well, the Lady Outlaws have the the week off. You know, they they start their season March the fourth at Nashville. Ooh. That'll be again Nashville oh, JVs. It'll be it'll be the Nashville JV team. Oh, okay. Coach, Coach Brown does that to us early in the season. So, <laughs> and then uh, the next day they play Mina at home. No, uh, that's not an easy trip either. Yeah. And but or for an easy the team, yeah, I guess they'll be at home. Yeah. yeah, but for the Outlaws, you know, they get they finished up in the gym what Thursday night, and they get right into it. Um, 27th, which is today. Yeah. <laughs> um, they come to D-Queen. They'll play at D-Queen. Be their first game. And then uh, on the 29th, they play Mina at Mina. So, Jeff, are y'all covering the game on the uh, 27th on the radio? I've got the week off this week. Okay. So I was uh, I didn't know with us covering softball on 92.1 if you guys might do the baseball game. Yeah. Um, we'd talked about it kind of our schedule they kind of set up a schedule for me and i kind of alternate out softball and baseball yeah that's what we do to try to get all the games in so you can go to the state tournaments and stuff right and and, uh, those guys at nashville i don't know if y'all know this or not they're still in basketball mode over there oh yeah they are so big time (laughs) we go to church with some of them yeah (laughs) yeah this is getting off of outlaw sports but i went and watched the uh semifinals and the finals of that well, it'll be y'all's region down there. And <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I just got to throw something there. Y'all know this. I probably didn't know this, talking about me following sports. But Fairview beat Magnolia boys in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. They said that's the first time they've lost to a conference opponent since 2019. Yeah. Well, it, nothing could make me happier than that. That's, <laughs> but that's a crazy stat. You know, uh, Magnolia's coach and Fairview's coach has two different philosophies. And Greg and I have talked about this mm-hmm. before. Fairview's coach plays everybody. That bodes well when you get to the postseason. He plays everybody. Magnolia's coach tends to leave his starters in a little longer. I could tell <laughs> I could tell watching that game, me and my friend went to it, and I said, there's not a lot of love lost between these two teams. I no, mean, no that's the, that is definitely the, uh, the uh, 4A7. The yeah. whole thing. <laughs> now, real quick, back to the Outlaws. Like I say, they, they'll get started in baseball this week, the girls' softball next week, and we'll let everybody know what we're doing on the radio as soon as we figure all that out. But good luck to them, and congratulations on a good basketball season. All right. And that, you know, that pretty much wraps up our high school uh, sports for the week. I know it's been a little slow week, but uh, – we got some other stuff we want to talk about. Oh, yeah. If, if, uh, I got one thing I want to ask Jeff about. Because, uh, uh, I, I, you know, we ain't those pink shorts, is it? No. <laughs> no. Y'all know y'all like them. Yeah. I, I'm looking, we're just envious. I'm looking for a pair of those. Uh, I can uh, tell you where to get them. <laughs> okay. Uh, just tell me off the air, okay? <laughs> <laughs> little plug for a sports company. They are Callaway, so oh, okay. there you go. I know you're okay. golfers. So. Yeah, there you go. I, I, I like Callaway stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm just, this is just has nothing to do with sports, but we were talking about this on the radio the other day. And, and for, first of all, what we were talking about is the queen, the queen, you know, which I, I mean, anybody my age calls it the queen. And, and, I, and I'm not going to – I don't – Say there's two ways to say it. You know, uh, you know it's the queen. That's what it's always been. And, and you know, and, and it, just because people go the queen doesn't make it that right. And, and I don't care if a thousand of them do it or ten thousand of them do it. Still, not doesn't make it right. Yeah. Now I know Dirk. All three of us are from a place that the the name is just butchered. Yeah. Hurricane, hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> Derek's, Dirks. D queen, duck queen, and, and see, I, I've always been under the pre- impression, and, and you and you can tell me I'm wrong about this that Dirks is the name of the company and the people that started that place, but the people at Dirks they call it Derricks. We've never seen a U in the spelling of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, now the D queen, the queen. I know. I think it depends on. For me, how big a hurry I am when I say it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of how it comes and rolls off the tongue. Yeah. I don't know if that is an interesting question. I mean, then talking about the three of us, but but I, I, Derek's to me, 
I mean, I'm a Derrick's guy. Yeah, I, and everybody at, Derek, at Dirk says Derrick's. Yeah. But the, the family that it was named after is Dirk's, right? Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay, I, I, I'm just making sure I'm, 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 I'm correct in that. And I just want to do that real quickly before we get started on this. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I, I started to bring it up when you were talking about going to the regional tournament, Tony's got it down here. Uh, when you look at uh, our, our conference <laughs> just annihilated the 4A8 conference in the regional tournament. I mean, our girls, every... <laughs> at least every, the people that's in the 4A8 after the first night, they didn't have to come back. That's right. <laughs> every team, every team in the girls from the 4A7 won. The four seed beat the one seed. Yeah. And, and you know, you just don't see that very Who often. was the one seed from the the eight? I wondered, so I mean, I It wasn't Star bracket. City. Star City was they the two seed. <laughs> uh, the four seed was... Uh, you know, I want to say I don't think that's right. Uh, well, I, I don't want you to. Well, yeah. wasn't Warren? Was it? I was going to ask Warren. I mean, I, can't I don't think about. I don't the... think it was Warren, I, but it could have been. Uh, it, I, but then, you know, Star City got beat by somebody, and that's why they weren't the one seed, right? And, yeah. and uh, you know, unexpectedly. But you know, then we had you know Camden Fairview. Not it wasn't Camden Fairview. Who was our third seed? Uh, well, our, it was Nashville. Um, Camden Fairview. Yeah. Magnolia. <laughs> Magnolia. Magnolia beat Star City. Yeah. You know, and uh, I mean, I can understand that, but, uh, you know, and, uh, what you know, just uh, doesn't happen. I've seen it happen the other way, <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. So it ha- it happens sometimes, but I, I, I think that this this year was just a really tough year, especially in, in girls basketball. Yeah. In the in the four A seven. It was. Yeah. You it would have been interesting to see how Ashdown and DeQueen would have done on the other side of the state, which, you know, it's all hypothetical, but right. you know, would we have finished in the top four if we played the schedule that those teams played? Yeah. I didn't expect much of a game Saturday night in the finals between the Scrapperettes and Camden Fairview, but I did want to go see the big girl from Fairview play, so I made my way down there. What would you think? They wore her out. Yeah. I mean, she was just tired by the time the game was over. I mean, because oh, they, they use her for me. everything, and I, I don't understand, and I don't think it would have helped, But and I don't know what she done against y'all, but they never put her on the block. You know, she played outside and took three pointers, and I don't know that she made one. She got fouled, went to the line several times, and but man, she could just wear somebody out down low on the block. She didn't play with her back to the basket, no, at all, no. And I, you know, I, and of course that. But I mean, you could tell well, she's young, I'm, I'm and you can tell, tell she's you a what, ball player. I know, knowing yeah. Paul Dean, by the time this will be the third time they played him, by the time they got to this game, Paul Dean knew more about uh, Mimi. Than Mimi did, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you that's that's just that's just yeah. Paul Dean. But yeah. like I say, I mean, you could tell she was young, and you could tell she's a a ball player. I mean, it's crazy, but yeah, yeah, she yeah she's going to be a thorn in our side for three <laughs> more years, uh, unfortunately. But <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, you know the biggest problem we had, you know, we played them here. Uh, well, we should have won the game. In the second time, uh, of course, the first game she fouled out, and we got close. But I mean, there was, and uh, I can't. I, her name escapes me now. I'm number thirty, but she just wore us out. She scored thirty points. Yeah, and she was sick when they came up here, so she didn't even make the trip. And, and uh, you know, although Fuchelay, she scored twenty nine. Twenty nine, and- but nobody else scored. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Um, you know. Of any consequence. Well, I know at one time it was, uh, I pointed this out to some fans sitting beside me when it was about 30 points at halftime. I said, it was seven to seven at one point. That's right. I mean, they just wore you out with that. We were leading Nashville four to two, four minutes in one time. Yeah. (laughs) And then it was 30 to four. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, and, and you know, here's the deal is, you know, it's, you can say it's cliche. Defense wins ball games. Yep. And, and that and that and that the national. That's the most impressive thing that. about the Scrapperettes to me is their yeah. defense. Yeah. And you know, I know y'all y'all are good friends with Coach Dean. I just kind of know him in passing. He probably wouldn't know who I was. And 
Unless he listens to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. But um, they're fun to watch, but, man, they're hard to cheer for. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Uh, well, if you if uh, you got to know Coach Dean and Coach Burgess and, I know and, Coach Burgess and, and those well. young ladies that they're, they're their daughters, they're a lot easier for me to cheer for. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I just like to pick on the Nashville people, the, the three that listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> you think they listen to us? Mm, I'm not sure. Just to see if they, we say they, something maybe, about it. Maybe they listen, but they wouldn't claim that they listen. Yeah, that's, that, right. that's yeah, right. They wouldn't acknowledge they it. They wouldn't acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that, that may be right. But um, So anything else about any high school sports that you want to talk about? I mean, I think there's – I think there's still some really good basketball to be played. You know, the interesting thing about basketball, high school basketball now, is if you want to watch these games, you can find them. Yeah. They're on the AAA website. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you wanted to watch Nashville play, I mean, we were actually in Hot Springs and driving back and had it on our phone watching them play uh, Saturday night. And uh, so, you know – those games are available for you to watch. I do have something to bring up. Okay. While you're talking about that, I was just going to mention a few of our local teams, you know, that are still still in. Murfreesboro Rattlers boys, you know, they won the, yeah. the region. Akron Lady Tigers. Yep. But did y'all hear about the Spring Hill Lady Bears, what took place with them last week? I did no. not. They were to play four dice. Oh, I did hear oh, that. In the first round. Four dice had an illegal player. Yes, that moved in like yeah. after Christmas. Been playing ball in Texas. Yeah, what's y'all's opinion on that? Because I've got it. I've got a couple you, of thoughts you, on it. Well, do you know if Fordyce knowingly knew she was illegal? I don't know. I don't I think know. Somebody a, did because they said they'd been reporting them once a week since Christmas. Oh so, wow! Yeah, and it took the AAA. I don't that have long. a lot of sympathy for that. I hate it. It for took the, the kids, AAA but. that long to rule on it, which is keeping another team out of the. Regional tournament yeah, is what I don't like. Have, well, I, I mean, don't get me started on the AAA. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we there was a few of us talked about it the other night, and like she moved out of state. I mean, she was in Texas, moved to Arkansas. It's hard to hold that against her. I mean, but like the, I think you should be able to do that and play ball if you if it's a legitimate move. But these coaches and coaches staff they know the rules. You know, yeah, it's against right. the rules. Yeah. So, well, and the thing is, even I mean, the the rules about transferring and playing right away, they are more liberal now than they have been. Yeah. And if you break one of those, you've really stepped over the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't. I don't. I have sympathy for the kids. I don't have a lot of sympathy for uh, the uh, administrators, coaches, and the three A involved. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I had. I just I well, didn't know if y'all were aware yeah, of all so, of that. Or, so once that happened, does that mean Spring Hill gets to go to the state tournament yes, right they, automatically? They forfeited the uh, first round game right. and Spring Hill advance. And like I say, by doing that, you know, Fordyce kept somebody out of their conference out of the regional tournament. That's exactly right. You yeah. know, yeah, somebody's not very happy. Me. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody else over there that's not happy too. But uh, you know, uh next thing uh we're gonna talk about a little bit is fans rushing the court. Uh you know, we we've this has been a this has been a contention of of the uh I've seen Jay Billis talk about it on uh you know on ESPN. Uh he thinks it's wrong. He thinks that, that they allow it and it that they don't have to. Uh, I'm I'm not, you know, I, I've been in Bud Walton when they rushed the court. I don't know how many people it would have taken to stop them from doing it. I'm not saying they, I'm not saying it's impossible, but but I, I it would have, because it's a planned deal from, you know, I was there at the Duke game this year. They, they knew they were going to rush the court. They moved to every aisle the kids did there you know so there were like 50 60 75 kids in every aisle coming from everywhere they weren't just coming from one place well and i'm going to sound like a killjoy but until you start arresting some people and prosecuting some people and i know you can't arrest and prosecute them all but it wouldn't take many for people to quit 
Yeah. Not only do I not rush the court, I don't rush anywhere. <laughs> but I, I like the band rush. <laughs> <laughs> a few songs. Tom Sawyer's okay. <laughs> um, that's a whole nother podcast there. It is. But no, the uh, you know, I, I'm not sure about the basketball, but you know, you see it a lot in football, big wins. The four security guards in the end zone, <laughs> they're not stopping those twenty five thousand come from coming from that end zone. No. 10,000 apiece from the corner section. I mean, they're not. That seeing a few people led away in handcuffs would, would be a deterrent. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, I think, think so. so. I think so. But I, I think one of the things. I don't think we're going to know what kind of deterrent it would be until these colleges start taking security seriously. They act like they don't I, take it seriously. Well, and this may be, you know, I, the reason we're bringing this up today is because a, a Duke basketball player, uh, yeah, quote, got, capacity. Yeah got hurt and uh, as wake rushed the court yeah and i'm gonna be honest i've never heard of him i do watch some he's a, he's a college big, basketball he's, at times he's a big kid like this time Duke's of year i'll start watching not them. happy but but listen did y'all see where uh caitlin clark from iowa also got knocked down yeah within the last week or so yeah if she gets hurt there's gonna be a big deal made of it yeah i mean that's well, the difference in the, the two thing. players there i mean whether you whether you can control it or not is one thing. Whether you're going to try or not is another. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I, I think until they try, we're not going to know. I don't think they try. No, they don't try. They. Do, I mean, I mean because you know one of the things is the the uh, the aisle attendees, you know, are basically retired people. Yeah. They're just helping. People Telling you to, where your seat yeah, is. Yeah, helping I mean, you to their seats. So when there's forty college kids they're not going to try to stop nah. them and you know i mean you'd have to you'd had to have i mean the thing about it is the cost of it you know i know that like you know the razorbacks i think they started over so i think they had to pay a hundred thousand dollars when they rushed the court when against duke to the conference but you know the, if you realize how many people it would take <coughs> to stop that it would cost more than a hundred thousand dollars yeah, that's why they do it. You you know you think well they're doing it for they're doing it because well, they want the fans to have that experience. That's not why. It's cheaper for them to let the fans so rush is, the is court. The key to, to up the fine to where it's it's cheaper to hire security. Well, it goes two fifty next, and then five hundred. It goes up. Right, yeah. but there's some schools that you know they're not a power five school. I'm that familiar they, with one. I mean, they probably can't pay some or. It would hurt them financially to pay some of those fines that they get excited over big wins, too. I mean, there's some Marshall basketball that they rush the court, you wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, but the thing about it, the thing about it is, though, it still goes back to a, the funds. I mean, you know, you, if in order to keep those people from rushing the court, it's going to take a million. I don't know. I, I don't have a clue, but I bet you it's going to take more than a hundred thousand. Take um, take some NIL deals away from some of these schools. Maybe yeah. I should be commissioner. Well, I would be all for that, man. I, I wish they'd take them away anyway. I, 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 <laughs> just have Tuttle sitting in a room somewhere, and they come with him with the questions for all sports. He gives his ruling. They take it out. That's that's can it. Have, that's what you got to do. Can I have a gavel? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want a gavel. That's right. And a robe, maybe. And maybe yeah. one of those yeah, uh, powder, robe. He's those just powder around wigs that they used to wear. Yeah. I have. Uh, I said he's, he needs a robe. He's just walking around in his pink underwear now. <laughs> it, 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 uh, <laughs> All this hate on my pink hey, shorts. Speaking of rushing the court, the Razorbacks won two games last week. Yeah, they did. Are you? Man. They should have rushed the court Saturday <laughs> <laughs> when they beat Missouri. Hey, battle. That's what I was going to say. 42 I mean, points? Played 38 40. minutes. 38 minutes out of the 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, is Midor you, Missouri still winless, though, in the league? Uh, does, if they're not, they're close. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. But, yeah. but you know, um, uh, just an unbelievable effort. I mean, they've lost their best, they, you know, quote, their best players. Yeah. You know, Jalen Graham's not playing. Uh, uh, Brazil's not playing. Um, but – Mark has just come on, and, and, and then, of course, Battle just blew up. I was going to say, Battle's one of those names that we've been hearing for yeah. a while, you know. And Well, sometimes it's addition by subtraction. Sometimes yeah. sometimes you take somebody who, who may have a lot of talent but is not great for the chemistry out, 
and the chemistry gets better and the team's better. Well, and I, you know, to me, Makai Mitchell's the kind of inside player we need to be playing. Yeah, not not Jalen Graham. Jalen Graham is Jalen Graham is a, a probably a small forward, a seven foot small forward that uh, can't shoot threes. You know, and, and, and well, he really is. I mean, the only yeah. thing he's got is a little hook shot, and he doesn't play any defense. You know, Makai Mitchell, he'll, you start pushing on him, you're going to get some resistance. And if you foul him, he's uh, probably he, our best free throw shooter uh, yeah, right now. Yeah. I mean, he he is, and I mean, he's really stepped his game up since those guys went out. He's done a really good job. I, I you know, I, I think that uh, he's he's probably the most improved Razorback over last year. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. And, you know, while I think that, you know, they've got to win at home Tuesday night against Vanderbilt, uh, shouldn't be an issue. But, you, I mean, you never, never know. know. But, you know, Kentucky Saturday, that's going to be tough. At Kentucky, you know, uh, it's just tough. Uh, you know, hard, hard, hard to win that game. But, uh, I, you know, I, they are playing some better. I, I, they're not near where they w- were in these previous years, but I don't think they got the players they had in the previous years. No, I don't think so either. Um, now, the question I have, because we had not had to worry about it in the last few years, do they take all teams to the SEC tournament now, or do they still leave a couple out? You know, used to, they'd leave a couple out. Yeah. And, and I, I – I, Make your tea times, Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> I think they, I think they, I think they still leave a couple of them out. Okay, but I don't know. I do not know that for sure. I mean, that's our only chance at making the, the big tournament. I think is yeah. to have a nice run in the SEC tournament. Yeah, and, and you, we also. Um, anything else about the Hogs you want to talk about? Baseball this past weekend. Uh, Played some good baseball games. You know, one game with Oklahoma State went 14 innings. Yeah, got some good pitching. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, of course they lost that game. But, I mean, still, Oklahoma State's nothing – you know, that's nothing to sneeze at to lose that that game. And uh, uh, two good ball games down in Dallas. uh, uh, Got to play at Globe Life Field. And and now they're they're coming back and going to get back on the Fayetteville – train where they stay there for the next month before they start co- conference play because yeah. they don't they don't play any hardly any games away that aren't conference games yep and, go, go ahead no you go ahead well um you know we talked about uh the uh you know, while we're still on college i guess the college football playoffs yeah um you know uh they kind of i guess better defined how the, the 12 team thing's going to work and it uh, uh, looks like it's going to work out really well for the SEC and Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I kind of got the impression they're going to add a couple of spots. Well. Do you think that? I, well, I don't know if that will happen right away. I know that they're talking about it, though. They're, they're definitely more open to it being more fluid than it has been, very rigid. You know, four teams, that's it. That's all it's ever going to be. And, that, you know, the, but, uh, you know, as uh, uh, the way I understand it, the four conference, the, the, the four, the, the power four now, there's no power five, power four, because uh, uh, there's no pack ten. Yeah, it's a pack yeah. four. Yeah. There's only really three. Something like that. Because the, <laughs> the, the, big, the big eight's gone too pretty much, right? Well, the, well, you've you got the SEC, you've got the ACC, and you've got the big ten, and you've got the pack, the big 12. The big 12 still considered a power conference. Yeah, I know. So it's power, so it's, uh, and they've got like 43 teams. And uh, so they're all their conference champions going to get in. But not only are they guaranteed to get in, they're guaranteed to be in the top four spots, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. You got to play one less game. Guess what? Notre Dame's not in a conference. The best they can do is five. That's, That's the what best was... they can do. And then if you're a group of five guy like me, the, the champion. From the best, and I don't know how they're going to determine this, from the best group of five conference gets in. So if the Sun Belt is determined, and last year it was, to be the best group of five football conference, their champion would get in and probably be seated 12, but you get a seat at the table. Right. Yeah, so, um, you know, the rich get richer. I mean, it would not surprise me in a, in a 12-team playoff that, that two-thirds of the field is Big Ten and SEC. And maybe it should be. You know, I'm not saying that that's a, a. I'm not saying that as a knock. I'm just saying that's a prediction. 
And you know, you brought up the Notre Dame, and that's what I was going to mention. Ah, that's the best part to me. In in one of our football episodes earlier in the season, we got on that, and I I said, you know, they're going to be left out until they join a conference. And I mean, they're going to have to eventually be something other than we are Notre Dame. Well, the first first time they're the five seed and uh, have to go to the four seed and get beat in the second round of this college football playoff, they'll be joining a conference. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so too. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, and the thing, uh, the thing is, it, it's about money, and they're, what they're doing is forcing them. You know, that's one of the things that you know. Another one I see that was the same way was Texas. You know, Texas was you know instead of sharing having a Big Twelve network, they had the Texas network. Yeah, you know, and so they got all that money. And the yeah. same way with Notre Dame, you know, but but they're going to force they, their hands. They had the NBC do. network. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to force their hand on it. And I, you know, the thing about me, so so I'm going to ask you all this question. I know that all of us love to watch football games. So take that out of the equation that there'll be more games. Do you think that having 12 is the way to go? I do. I, I like I like the uh, best four teams getting rewarded. Um, I like, you know, I, I, I – my, of course, nobody cares about this but me, but what's this going to do to the bowl games? You know, everybody says there's too many bowl games. Well, if you, if you say there's too many bowl games, you just don't like football because, to me, that's just extra football that's on TV for me to watch. Right. So don't take away my bowl games. Turn the channel, you know, watch the blacklist or, or love is blind or whatever. <laughs> traders. <laughs> yeah, traders. And, and, and leave my, you know, uh, Poulan weed eater game alone. <laughs> I'm a I'm a bowl game guy too. I, yeah, and the, that first week, you're gonna get to see some exciting football. First week of bowl season. You know, apparently I mean, I'm not the way I picked. <laughs> <laughs> Those bowl games now now with with kids not playing, sitting out, you know, seemingly transferring in the middle of uh, the season. Uh, it, it's harder to pick bowl games than it used but, to be. Except, but the except twelve for teams, I think one thing that helps out the twelve teams is you take a team that. Maybe they got hot in week seven of the season. Yeah. You know, and they're playing their best ball. They've got a chance maybe with two losses right now where before they didn't. Well, one I mean, of the, yeah, that, yeah, you're right. And one, of, one of the things I saw, I, I, well, I heard, yeah, I was listening to some uh, sports radio yesterday, and, and they said, and they used this example, they said, you know, I'm not sure that a 9-3 and three Ole Miss team deserves to be national champion. And and my my answer and, and the guy answered it and and Tony can take this and I can't remember what the there was a nine and seven Steeler team that that Ben Roethlisberger took and won the Super Bowl yeah yeah now so did they deserve to be in the playoffs I mean, you know that you see I mean well, it's the same thing t- if I'm you get your you. shot at that point and you can run the gauntlet that that Steeler team you. was like five and seven. Finished out the season just blowing out people. Went into the the playoffs as a sixth seed. Was a favorite in every game they played. So people recognized that <laughs> you yeah. know uh, that 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 wasn't the same Steeler team as it was like the first ten games. And they and Greg's right. They just they just plowed through the playoffs and, and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just kind of gelled at the right time. Yeah, and I and you know and I think I think at the end of the season they were the best team. And I would say the same thing about the nine and three Ole Miss. Team. That's what I. If you come too. through this gauntlet, where if you're not if you're not a if you're not a uh, you're not a, a, a buy team, you're going to have to win four games to win the thing. Mm-hmm. If you're a buy team, you got to win three. But you earned those buys. Nobody would say one of those four buy teams didn't deserve to be national championship. If you come through that. You deserve to be national champion. I don't care if you're Tulane. <laughs> if you oh, come, right. yeah, you know, so. whoever whoever it is, that's right. Uh, you but know, a couple of other teams that are going to like that expansion is going to be the Longhorns and the Sooners as they step into the SEC. I, mean, I just wonder. <laughs> you know, it's all about money. But but if they stayed in the Big Twelve, they that one of them and maybe both would have been in the playoff year. every year. Yes. Yeah. So uh, who knows? I, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, although neither one of them were last year, I don't think. Yeah, Texas. No, I mean the year before that. Oh, okay. Yeah, the year before that, Texas was last year. Yeah, but I think the year before that, Kansas State won it, didn't they? They 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 did. That's correct. Yeah, and so, uh, but in, anyway, um, well, it was TCU. TCU yeah, it was they, TCU. and they upset Michigan and then got way laid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, way laid. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, played the team that probably should have been national champion this year. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, but um, you want to talk about Major League Baseball for well, a minute? Well, I get, you, yeah, you want to hold off? Well, let's let's talk about okay. it for a minute. I think we probably, you know, I, I, I added this in case I knew that we'd have less high school uh, stuff to talk about today. So I added just a little thing. Who, who's your favorite player at each position? I'm not talking about the best. I'm talking about the guy that you liked, you all, admired for whatever reason at each position. All time. All time. All time. And, and I'll just start at catcher. I love Jason Kendall. Uh, uh, he was a buck, of course. A lot of mine are bucks, not all. Uh, but Kendall was hard-nosed, man. He wasn't the best catcher the Pirates have ever had. That might be Manny Sanguian, but, man, I love Jason Kendall. You guys, jo- you, Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. My dad would say Johnny Bench. I'm going to go with Pudge Rodriguez. <laughs> Those are both they're yeah. better catchers than my catcher. Yeah. But, again, I, we went with favorites. I mean, uh, I, I just think Pudge, the, watching him play, he loved the game. He did. And to be a catcher, you got to love it. Yes. Uh, so – well, and but, Johnny Bench, I mean, who can argue with that? No, nobody. Not to mention he was a red. Yeah. yeah. Y'all know that's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's, that's going to get me when we get to shortstop, though. I'm, I'm pulling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first base, Willie Stargell. He's my favorite player ever. And I just, there's just a, a better man. He was a player and he was a great player. Man, I wish I'd have had the heads up on this to put a little more thought into it. I was going to go with Bill Buckner, but I decided not to. <laughs> nah. I, you know, I think that um, in my lifetime, uh, probably um, – oh, what was the guy's name? I See, I can't think of their names. They played first base for the uh, uh, Yankees for so long. Lou Gehrig? No, no. Thurman Munson? No. Not Thurman Munson. He was Munson, a catcher. Was a catcher. It was, uh, I like Thurman Sham- Munson. Uh, Chris Chambliss. Uh, played first base for the Yankees when I was a kid. No, Chris it's, it's, lo- it's more when we were adults. <laughs> oh, Mattingly? Yeah. Yeah, Don Mattingly. Don Mattingly. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think he was, uh, you know, he always carried himself with, a, yeah. you know, a lot of. I couldn't argue with Mattingly, but I, I'll take him just so I don't go Chris Sabo on y'all. <laughs> okay. I thought you was going Perez. Um, <laughs> second baseman, going to shock you, Jeff. I, I, Joe Morgan's always been one of my favorite Favorite players. Hard to beat Joe Morgan. Roberto Alomar Jr. Yeah. Man. I'm sorry I let you down on Joe Morgan right I'm, there. Hey, man, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, but, that surprises me because I, to me, yeah. you can make an argument for Morgan being maybe the best. What was the, the Dodgers second, second baseman that screwed up? You Steve Sachs. Yeah. I, I, see, <laughs> I thought he did really well for a he, long time. He did. He was a great second baseman. Yeah, until that one year. Yeah, and yeah. then he couldn't throw the ball to first base yeah. for some reason. And I, I you Something know, mental, which I, I mean, can understand. That makes, you know, I mean, there's a lot of them that I can, I mean, Joe Morgan obviously was a great second baseman. Ryan Sandberg. Could have yeah, Ryan Sandberg was a great one. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first on shortstop. I'm Ozzie Smith. I was gonna say I've got Ozzie Smith written down. Ozzie Smith, and yeah. as much as I'd like to throw Barry Larkin in the mix, Ozzie Smith. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's our first unanimous pick right now. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Just to, to watch him play defense was yeah. worth the price of a ticket. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna pick one of your guys for the third baseman. I'm gonna go with Jeff King. Jeff King, I'm telling you, I really like Jeff King too. I didn't go with Jeff King, but I could have went with Jeff King. I, I mean, he was underrated, but he was really good. Is he in an Arkansas front. guy? He is. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's where I was going. With it, but, <laughs> oh. uh, Mike Smith. Okay, Mike Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Madlock. Bill Madlock, the only player in Major League history to win four batting titles, and is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Crazy. If if Bill Madlock was a New York Yankee, he would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, you know. The, the, Speaking of the, the, the not big in the time, of fame, the I've, big franchise prejudice just keeps rolling. Pardon? I left Pete Rose off. You know, I could have went third or first. Or yeah, we could be doing this till next week, and I wouldn't have people who was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just picked three outfielders. They necessarily don't have to be left, center, and right. Dave Parker is my favorite outfielder of all time, and I know he got in some trouble when he played for the Bucks, but to me. Uh, another guy, had he not gotten into trouble, that would be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Dave Parker was a – he was a, a hitting stud. He was a defensive stud. Uh, just a great ball player. And he played for the Reds as well. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going with one right now? Well, you um, mean going to give you my three? I don't – it gives me more time <laughs> to think. Okay, Andy Van Slyke. 
played center field for the Pirates in the 90s. Uh, the Pirates just, in one of the worst Major League Baseball trades of all times, the Cardinals trade uh, the Pirates, Andy Van Slyke, Tony Pena, and a pitcher named Mike Dunn, who was on his way to be a great pitcher before he got hurt uh, for, uh, uh, excuse me, Andy Van Slyke, Mike Lavallier, and uh, um, Mike Dunn for Tony Pena. Now, Pena had a few good years left in him. Andy Van Slyke was a great ball player, great center fielder for the Pirates for years. And Mike Lavallier was a great catcher for the Pirates uh, for years. And I really liked uh, Andy Van Slyke. My third is not a Pirate. It's Tony Gwynn. I just respect, especially in this age of let's get a walk and somebody hit a home run, which I could manage that style of baseball, and I'm no genius. Uh, Tony Gwynn was a guy who, you know, I've seen stats on him that were unbelievable That's as far was, how many times he struck out. Yes. I mean, I mean, he, uh, did he ever strike out? Well, I think I think every once in a great while, yeah. you know, you think of guys who was the guy for the Rangers who who struck out more than he put the bat on the ball. The big, uh, big Gallo. Yeah. Gallo. Gallo strike out more in a week than Tony Gwynn strike out in his career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just I have a lot of respect for Tony Gwynn. Well, you left out one, but I'll get him. Okay. My turn. You, if you want to go. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to go with Daryl Strawberry. Um, speaking of getting in trouble, <laughs> he's been there. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. I had my other one. That's why I was picked my pen up to write them down. Who was my third? I hate to even leave. When I was young and growing up, my first favorite baseball player, even when I became a Reds fan, was Reggie Jackson. Well, you know, I was. And, I was you know who I was going to pin on you, Eric Davis. I thought about him. Yeah, I thought about him. But you know, Reggie Jackson wasn't a great outfielder. I mean, yeah, in my opinion, worst human being. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got Strawberry Jr. Oh, Ricky Henderson was yeah. my third. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to go with a, a Pittsburgh Pirate for. Uh, I'm going to go with Roberto Clemente. Yeah. He was just See, a tad, but you know, the Clemente uh, died when I was eight years old. Now I've I've seen all the things in Pittsburgh dedicated to him and. And he's a legend, and he's a legend in my mind too. But I just never got to see him. Yeah, quite a lot. and, and I, I just remember him when I was a kid. Yeah, he he was really good. Um, I, you know, I saw him at the very end of his <coughs> career when I was a kid. But Willie Mays, oh yeah, was yeah. an amazing baseball player. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, you know, I saw. See, him and when I, was I was thinking a, a while ago. You know, there's so many out there that yeah. I don't yeah, know but enough it's just about your favorite. It's not the yeah. actually and those, the best. Those guys are, you know, just, I mean, I think they were probably bigger in my mind because I was a kid. And now it's like, you know, well, everybody can do what that guy did, does. You know? And kids and so, nowadays don't know those guys either. That's no. something that bothers me is the no. history of no. sports. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, that's because they don't use cards anymore. Yeah, that's right. You know those baseball cards that you got out of bubble gum? You just remember those? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. you get some, you didn't know who they were. Harder than a rock. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, my starting pitcher, uh, I love Bob Walk. And Bob Walk was not a – he was above average major league pitcher, but he's been an announcer, caller announcer for the Pittsburgh Pirates now for probably over 20 years. And he he's the Tony Romo, to me, of baseball Collar guys, he just he he knows a lot. He's he's funny. Uh, he's just he's just I, I I just I love Bob Walk. And then uh, my reliever is Kent DeColby, uh, I, the rubber band man. Uh, I just I loved Kent DeColby. Starting pitcher. I didn't know if he was going righty and lefty or just <laughs> one. I'm gonna go with Randy Johnson. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, if we had more time, I could sit here and think of two or three that right. I might put over him. But Randy Johnson for starting pitcher, and I'm going back to my Reds on reliever because it's favorite. It's not stats. Yeah. And I'm going Rob Dibble. Rob Dibble, oh, yeah, the nasty boys. Yeah, John Franco, a real good reliever, closer for the Reds. Yeah. And and I think Jacoby may have finished out with the Reds. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure on that. 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure it out, and I don't really know. I figured you'd say Nolan Ryan. That's uh, that's probably where I'm going to go. Yeah, was Nolan Ryan? Uh, um, I think he's probably one of my favorite pitchers, mainly from the fact that when he got older, he got better. Yeah, and, you know, and it, it just it's an, it's amazing. Uh, what he did later in his career, uh, you know the the number of no hitters he had and the speed he threw with, and, and uh, just just goes to show you. And and I'm not saying he didn't work at it. I don't mean like that. But I will tell you this: there, I could work at it till the cows came home, and I could never throw a baseball like he did. There's right. natural ability. People have different natural abilities, and you, there's nothing you can do about it. Let me or tell you a what, punch like he this threw it right inning, right. <laughs> inning count, this pitch uh, count stuff, Nolan Ryan just giggles. <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I mean, it was really hard on Nolan Ryan to throw nine innings every fourth day. <laughs> yeah, it was so hard on him that he struck out ten thousand people and won three hundred games. <laughs> you know, just yeah. nonsense. And, and I, I don't know that this guy's my favorite, but I, I, I remember I like Mitch Williams. Yeah, as a Wild as a closer. Yeah. yeah, the Wild Thing. Yeah, I, and that's probably why I like. And you know, him. we could do this. Every week oh, yeah, and come and up could, with a different list every week if we wanted to. Like, yeah. who leaves Dennis Eckersley off of your reliever list? Well, or Mariana Rivera. But well, maybe maybe picture. later on. But like you said, it's, we'll, it's we'll favorites. Do, we'll I mean. do who we think's the best because today was just our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. Like, uh, like who's your yeah. favorite fourth host? Philip Phillips. Yeah, but he's not here, so. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. I hope y'all have enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, uh, I do do want to make one shout out before we go off. Uh, My buddy, uh, Rick Treadway at Pulaski Academy, is going to the state tournament. This is his last season coaching girls basketball in Arkansas coached 43 years it's been to 38 state tournaments so i love you rick and man congratulations 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 to you rick and uh we uh we appreciate everybody listening to us each and every week we thank our sponsors for what they do and more than anything else we we thank the kids for just being there so we can talk about you and enjoy watching y'all play we'll see y'all next week see you next week see you next week